Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stay tuned for Paris. Cindy, right here on Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, hauntings, UFOs, Bigfoot, and more. Paratalk Radio is a product of Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. Paratalk Radio is on every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, again. and YouTube. We are on AHAM Radio Network and BlogTalkRadio.com. You can watch live video streams of Paratalk Radio on Facebook Live at Facebook.com backslash Paratalk Radio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at J-Wolf Studio in Ontario, New York. And you can contact us at tedgvpi at gmail.com. Okay, John, hit him with the disclosure. Some of the topics, discussions, and opinions expressed on the show may not be representative of Paratalk Radio, AHAM Radio Network, our hosts, or our sponsors. Some of the language used on the show may not be appropriate for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. <laughs> so listen, I said I was dysfunctional, but I think I just rubbed it off on Ted. <laughs> I think you did too. <laughs> oh my goodness! Terrible! It's terrible. You know, and I've been here for an hour. <laughs> What's your excuse? I Me, was, I'm just running in at eight oh one for did, God's sake. Did you even remember the disc? I did. You have it? I do. Can I have it? Sure. You want it? Yeah, I want it. <laughs> Wow. Because now we have to use the old one for now, but that's okay. We will be short commercials. Oh, you had you brought a whole look at. Well, because I di- I didn't know how many you needed. <laughs> the next time I say I want a cookie, <laughs> I'm eating the dozen and giving you one. <laughs> oh. Oh, so you can't play me with cookies though. See? Yeah, I know, I know, and that's that's about the way it goes. But at Ooh. least look at that. But it, at least we got it. You know, we're going to have a great show tonight. Yes, we are. We are talking about naked and naked. afraid. We're going to talk about naked people. Naked people? Mm. I think there's one on the, pho- on the phone. Nothing from the peanut gallery, John. I think Come there's on. one on the Did phone. Like there's a naked person on the phone? I think so. What? Is it Miss yeah, Alabama? Okay. No, I think it's Trent. Okay, then that's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, can Trent. you hear me? Hey, yeah. Trent. Yeah, this is Trent. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, can we hear, can. can. Can you hear us? Actually, Testing. I, I can, can you hear, hear us you? okay? Yes, I can. Okay. We okay. can, we can am, hear am I coming through okay? Awesome. You sure oh, yeah. are. Perfect. 
No, see, I'm going to wait and do this at the end of the show now. <laughs> what is so? What are we putting on there? Again? This is this is this is all the audio we need for the new commercials and stuff, and I didn't get a chance to do it. <clears throat> Somebody was late. <laughs> I won't I won't I won't mention any names who was late. <laughs> Trent doesn't know what that is to be late. He's right. <laughs> I I I didn't have clocks out there. Not you, but she's just. You know, I've been anticipating the show with you tonight. I oh, my mean, gosh. Me, too. Did you see his wonderful little video that yes, we put Yes, I did. I think I liked it. But you can't tell that I liked it because it just looks like Paradox Studio. Like I, I played it back a couple times, and if you look at his face when he brings up the card, this is big foot crossing. He makes that goofy. Oh, no, I didn't see that did. part. How did you miss that? I don't know. Wait, did he do more than one video? No, he did the one video. Oh, I didn't know. But he made that, that goofy little face as he's oh bringing up the, the Bigfoot sign. That is hysterical. It, it is. It's funny. That is so funny. So, Trent, this is awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, joining us here on Paratalk Radio tonight is Mr. Now, it, it's Nielsen or Neeson? How, I, how do I say it so I don't screw it up? Too late. It, it's know. Nielsen. That? Oh, that was weird. Nielsen. Okay, so it's Trent Nielsen yeah. from Turn Your Volume Down, Chicky. I didn't say hi. Mary, Kelly, <laughs> Cora, hey. Oh, yeah, my sound is on. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to tell her, hey, turn your volume down. Uh, Sunday. Bye, I'm Sunday. telling you, I'm totally dysfunctional today. Well, this will be fun. Then Trent will expect lots of laughter tonight. Oh, my so. God, I need lots of laughter, everybody. So. She's having a blonde moment. Aw, hugs. Cindy, Cora, hugs to Cora. Hey, Robert White. All right, so we're talking to Mr. Trent Nielsen, who Nielsen, who is yes. he was on. Uh, which which hey, episode Kristen. was that, Trent? It was season five. Season? It was the episode's the episode's name is Fear the Unknown. Fear and it was the in Belize. Belize. Ooh, I want to go to Belize. Well, after but, his story, you might not want to. Cindy to Belize. John, be quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after 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 you hear what Trent has to say about that, you might not want to go there. Right. Right. Yeah. You you he guys must have cut out. I, I must have missed something. Uh oh. I we said that you went to Belize. I said I wanted to go. Who would like to take me to go? John, stop. You're not allowed. Was that you repeating the whole thing? Uh-huh. Was that transcript? Yeah. That's pretty amazing, right? <laughs> there, basically, and there I you just go. Said, hey. I just. <laughs> yeah, and, and Trent, I said maybe after Trent's story, you won't want to go to Belize. Right, right. And I said, true, but I'm not going to be hanging out naked in any kind of temperature, any kind of... John's atmosphere. frowning now. Sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, after my, after my story, you're going to want to go to Belize. Oh, maybe. I, I'm maybe. telling you, I want to go to Belize. It's on my list. Okay. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> well, Trent, thank you so much for coming. This is going to be a blast. We're going to we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to introduce you to something called Weird and Paranormal News. And um, I got a message earlier from a, a a guest that has been on our show a few times that really? said, "Hey, what time do the phone lines open?" And that's all I'm going to say. What? 
Oh my God, Mungy! <laughs> isn't it, Mungy? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. So, so who you got on the phone over there on the on the chat room there, Miss so Cindy? Robert White says Ted, with her laughing like that, be afraid. Oh well, nice. <laughs> be very afraid. Yes. <laughs> the the crazy girl that had the bad day, mm. and she's a little dysfunctional. You might be a little afraid today. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll try to. I, I'm an actress too, so we'll be like, okay, okay, who am I channeling today? All right, so let's get to the rat killing, as they say. Now, here's okay. here's what we have planned for today, and uh, we're gonna have a great conversation with Mr. Trent, and we're gonna. I, I can't wait for that. He either. has hooked us up with a female from Naked of Afraid that actually <laughs> had some. Um, also paranormal experiences what? that we will be interviewing eventually. Oh, my yeah, gosh. That's awesome. awesome. So Trent did us a big favor there. Yay, Trent. And um, our paranormal news, of course. Of and if course. you saw that we posted, I found a way for our game to work now. So okay. with our guests providing at least one item to give to our, our, our fan base, what we're going to do is they have to, from like, Tuesday, which would be the day after our live show, okay. till the following Monday, okay. they have to send us a link to a paranormal, weird, uh, informational, whatever kind of video. They have to send us the okay. link, and if we use it at any time within that month, mm-hmm. they win a prize. What? Isn't that a great idea? That's awesome. I think it's a great idea, and, yeah. it, and it helps us get more stuff for our our paranormal talk our and stuff. Weird news, and we got weird news. We got a couple Yay. submissions already today, which is really cool. Fine. And then I've got some really good ones for us today. So uh, eventually, when I'm we get to, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And next week, guest. Next week's guest, uh, Courtney from Hans Johns. Um, she is really excited about joining the show, and she's already putting her stuff out there, and that's just going to awesome. be a blast. So. Fantastic. We're gonna see what happens there. But anyways, let's get to let's get to it. Normal. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, folks, like I was saying, we we have Mr. Trent Nielsen here, who was from Naked and Afraid from Mm -hmm. season five, and um, he was actually brought up to me by E.J. Schneider, who was also from Naked and Afraid. What What is all these people naked? What What's up with that? I like naked people. Well, okay. They're fun to point and look at and make fun of. Stop it. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm just picking. I mean, nobody Teasing. wants to see me naked, so what the hell? Truth. Nobody wants to see me naked either. <laughs> that's not a lot. That's, <laughs> no, I'm not going there. All right. So, Trent, we are a little – this is how we roll, man. This is how we roll. We are fun. We are – we are Loopy. Loopy, Yay! yeah. We, we take it second by second, so I hope you're strapped into your roller coaster seat, and we're going to have fun. I totally heard something else. Oh, yeah. Here. Nope. We're we're not going. <laughs> um, uh, properly, I will introduce you, Trent. Trent, Trent, this is psyche, psychic Cindy. Psyche, psycho, 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 psycho Cindy. It's, no, it's psychic. Do not call me it's psychic. Psycho. She is psychic Cindy. She is our, our new radio host, co-host. Uh-huh. Um, and she's been with us for what three or four weeks now. And uh, uh, has it been that six, long? Six weeks. No, has it been four weeks? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. But we replaced the blonde oh, with a blonde, so we're doing good. What? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, hey, Trent. Yes. Nice to meet you, too. 
silly, silly man. I'm just picking on her. Yeah, so. yes, yes. But but um, our cute little Becca is not a blonde. Right. Right. She's not. She. I, she's. What is she? Uh, she's Auburn brunette. brunette. Yeah. yeah. She was blonde once. Who knows? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Heidi. All right. So we're getting lots of people on the chat room. Yes. We have um, a few chat rooms going. We have Mixler.com's chat room. Mixler on? Yep. We have the Mixler chat room on. Yep. <laughs> it is right here. Okay. Good. And I want you guys to call in. Bungie. I mean, yeah. what? what? <laughs> um, we also have, um, I'm setting up the chat room now for, um, that'll be ready for our <laughs> blog talk radio, and then uh, we'll be good to go. So we have three chat rooms going. So guys, please make Perfect. sure you ask your questions for Trent. And at certain times, a certain time, we will open the phone lines for you guys to ask him your questions yourself. But yep. remember the rules. Once you ask your question, we're going to hang up on you. We are sorry, Bye. but that's the rules. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So I think it's that all women are blonde once. LOL. <laughs> I, I sort of believe that. You know, so. We like to change it up, she says. Yes, well, if they were on Naked yes. and Afraid, even if they were blonde, after they get done at the end of the show, they're not blonde because of the dirt and the mud and not taking right? the show for how long? Right. So. My goodness. All right, Trent. So let's listen to your story. Now, how did you get involved with Naked and Afraid? How did that happen? How did you get naked and how did well, you get it, afraid? <laughs> I know, right? It was it was the strangest thing. I was I was I couldn't sleep one night and I was online and some ad popped up. You know, those little ads you get of, "Hey, you want to try this out?" And it was for a different TV station for a different show. And I thought, and it was a survival show, and I thought, "Oh, fun." So I filled out the little questionnaire. Well, come to find out, they really liked me, but they canceled the show. And it was just a short time after that, the Discovery Channel called me. I guess someone passed my little profile along. And so they actually contacted me and asked if I'd like to do their show. And I asked what show, and they said Naked and Afraid. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Seriously? I mean, it was – I think I had seen part of an episode – but then as I started to think about it more and watch more episodes, I was like, okay. I thought it was probably something goofy they were doing, but turns out it's a pretty intense survival situation. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's uh, yeah. you know, go sleep in your backyard naked tonight and see how you feel. And then try going doing it for three uh, weeks. Well, no. I still have snow on the ground, so I'll say no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I would say no because... Trust me, I don't even want to see myself naked, so no. Well, Mm-mm. I do. Well, you should look at yourself naked and love yourself. <laughs> I don't want to. Do it, Ted. Do no, it. No, I'm not going to do it. You're lucky I'm not coaching you like as a life coach because I do make my clients do that. You make your clients go naked and sleep in their backyard? Well, no, no, no. I make them go to the mirror and... Love themselves? Yes. I mean, it sounds scary, but... <laughs> it sounds <laughs> terrible. <not. laughs> Oh, my goodness. I should have warned Trent. Anyway. Right. All the things you'll get into here, my friend. Yeah, you missed a good show last week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was awesome last week. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah we have fun here. Yes, we do. If yes, you want fun, this is where to come. I was listening to some of the other podcasts. Pod- I can't even talk yeah. today. Podcasts and radio <laughs> shows that do the same thing we do. Yeah. And I'm not putting anybody down, but they are like boring. 
<laughs> you couldn't have planned that any better. Oh, that's I've true. I've watched some but myself. We, but we get a lot of ridicule. We do. We get a lot of people that say, hey, you know, you guys. Sometimes you just have to say. <gasps> Don't say it. Fuck it. Oh, my goodness. She said it. Bleep. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was late on the beep. <laughs> hey, and it was risky business that taught us that. You know, yeah, that's true. at a young age. That's so. true. That's true. Yep. So let's let's get back into. <laughs> oh no, God, God pass, God pass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought said coughing at first. I was let's like, what? get back into the to the naked and afraid. Now I am uh, the whole concept. You had to be Share sitting there. Show. Yeah, you had to be sitting there, Trent, going, "I don't think I could do this." I mean, really? Go there. <laughs> And just be dropped yeah, it's, naked. Yeah, it's a totally and, different ballgame. Yeah, and they give know. you like a choice, though. Don't you get like two items or something you can bring with you? Well, they tell you to bring four items that you would like to survive with, and then they pick which item to give you. So you don't actually know what item it is until you show up, the cameras are rolling, and you get your satchel. Do I get my? Can I bring my blankie and my no. my teddy bear? <laughs> no. Well, I told him if I ever do it again, I'm bringing a pillow. Oh, that's a good gee. idea. Mm-hmm. Wilson, bring Wilson. No, bring Wilson. not Wilson. Well, no. Some of, some of them bring the. Some of them bring. I've seen they bring a pot, mm-hmm. or they bring. I don't think they bring pot, but they bring <laughs> a pot. They bring. A pot to and, they yeah, and, they, and they do bring fire, something to make fire, and then knives or. Machetes of some type. Or just having the knowledge of how to make a fire would be fantastic if they don't give you a fire starter. How about like a truckload of bug spray? Ooh, right? Spray it on your jacket. So I, I think you can. I think if bug spray yeah. was edible, everybody would bring it. Yeah, that's right, true. That's true. Because the bugs have to be amazing over there. I mean, they got to be. <laughs> I know. I was thinking I, the same thing. No. I mean, you see, uh, I've watched some of the shows, and it's like the, these people were getting bitten up by fire ants and stuff yes. like that, and that's nasty. Snakes? No. Yeah, snakes don't bother me. Yeah, they were eating my, them. Yeah, my, like, body was, my body was covered, and they, they won't let you bring bug spray. They, they tell you you have to bring a survival tool that's somewhat primitive. So, like, life straw, the water purifiers, things like that. People try to bring those, and they say, no, can't do it. People have tried to bring bug spray. Um, won't, won't let it happen. A big rock. I'm bringing a big rock. Big machete. <laughs> out there. I know. I know. I'm just joking. It's just, mm-hmm. it, the whole concept, when I first saw this program, I'm like, no, I, it's like, no way. I couldn't. Because, and I yeah. was thinking about this. Um, GBPI was actually offered three shows and one of them was um, they were going to drop us off on our own island to investigate the civilizations that were there at one what? time which I thought was really cool that is cool but you I'm know how the, you know how you know how there's always that little insert of information oh, that they, God, that they forget don't forget to tell you right the blurb yeah well at the end of filling out all the paperwork and going through the interview status they said oh and we're dropping you off with your equipment, but you're naked. And I go, that's it. I'm done. We're not doing it. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you see five people going through the jungle with uh, EVP recorders and video no. cameras naked? I'm sorry. Spirit well, would, would be have good fun Somebody would have a camera with like facing on somebody's ass walking through the, oh my <laughs> the God, wild, yeah. you know. I they mean, that's would. what they would be doing. They wouldn't yeah. be, yeah, yeah. you know. Yep. Yeah, no, it ain't going to happen. Nope. Mm-mm. No, no so we passed that up, but that's what I was thinking. It's like any show that says naked in it, I'm just kind of like, we're skipping that one. Yep, I think so. So, Trent, I have to tell you a story. So my sons and I were watching TV, and we're flipping through the, the, the channels, and it comes up to naked and afraid. Now, this is last year. And my my son's like, oh, my, oh my God, what is that? And I'm like, I couldn't help but just. It was really funny. And he literally, they literally were like, oh, my God, you mean to tell me that they are naked and they have to survive? I said, <laughs> yes. They're like, nope, turn the channel. <laughs> they could not That's great. fathom the thought of it. They were terrified by the thought of that. It was hysterical, though. I loved it. Oh, it's a, it's amazing just having a shirt on how much of a comfort that can be. Your clothes are your number one shelter. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and when they didn't give you, like, when you, do they give you, like, a set of instructions, like, say, you have to build a shelter, you have to do this, you have to do that, or is it just something that you... No. <laughs> you know, yeah, the only thing they do is I, I, give you the map and say... You know, we've scouted out this general area. You know, this is these are the perimeters where we're going to be because we know we know kind of what's going on and the medics close if needed. So really, they're just saying, "Here's your map. Follow it wherever you want." And we're just here to document you. Now let's talk about that. Now, when you're out there, you said they have a medic near you. What other type of people do they have near you, just in case? And they have, all, your guys are naked, and they're just, and I'm certain they're not naked. The medic's not naked. The oh, no, 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 no. Like, no, they're not. But, but what I'm, what I'm asking right. is, like, what happens if a creature that, like, a, let's just say a panther or something comes mm. into the camp? Is there somebody there with a gun that's watching so you guys don't get hurt? Or is it? Hey, it's, it's only a matter of time oh. before somebody dies <laughs> or get or gets hurt bad. There's, you, you have to have your wits to you because during the day, our crew would show up eight, nine in the morning, and then they would film until about three, four in the afternoon, and then they leave. And you are 100% on your own um, from three, four in the afternoon till eight, nine the next morning. And my crew, I know every location is different. My crew, they were, they were probably a good 30 minutes away. <gasps> wow. My God. So, yeah, so you could possibly die. Something could possibly happen. Well, I mean, there's on, people, on I mean, my episode... Yeah, there was something stalking my shelter, and it came up and pushed on my shelter. And they do give you a radio. And I turned the radio on, and I called the base camp, and I said, there is something stalking my shelter. And their only instruction to me was, secure yourself. And I'm like, I'm naked in a leaf hut. (laughs) And uh, so I've got my machete, and I'm securing myself. And, you know, and then they came up and, and did a scout around the camp, made sure everything was good. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty vulnerable. Nope. I, I couldn't do that. Nope. I mean, nope. No. Nope. First off, I mean, I know my boundaries. Okay, but let's do this now. <laughs> what is the grand prize for this? 
let's just kind of give the basics. The grand prize for surviving this whole thing is is what? Well, I Breaking picked the right. right show to do because, you know, there's there's other shows that pay a half a million and pay a lot of money. On Naked and Afraid, you get a crisp high five when you're done. That's about all Discovery will give you. It is like the um, worst no, show to go on really if you're not- trying to make money. So all you get, you get out of it is the bragging right. So you survive. Go to Survivor, honey. Go to Survivor. <laughs> I mean, that's, pretty, that's pretty much. I mean, you could die. You could die, and they're not going to, you know, after a year or two, they're going to, like, forget who you are. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, they might have but I'll a tell you what. When you're, when you're out there surviving in a situation like that, the very last thing you want is your partner to be out there for the money. You need people out there that know what they're doing and can have your back. And so if they offer a big chunk of cash, you're going to have the wrong type of people out there. True. True. I can definitely. But don't now when they pick you guys for this, don't they actually see Mm -hmm. if you have some type of survival survival skills, anyways? Yeah, but you know we know people can talk a good talk. I mean, they don't know until you're out there. You you know they come across. You see survivalists that teach survival go out there and tap out in five days. So, yeah, yeah you can scary. you can talk like you know what you're doing, but I'm telling you, when push comes to shove and you're out there, the ones that don't have the mental capacity go home. Yeah, and that's just... Or the ones that stay just are super crazy. Well, I'm, that's, the, that's, the, that's the other avenue I was going is like how... Crazy, do you have to be to do this? So, how long were you there, Trent? Twenty-one day challenge, and I did the twenty-one days. That is so I made God it the whole time. dang amazing. Hey, and I hold we the record for being bikes. out there the longest alone. I was out there eighteen days all alone. Oh my Holy God! Holy shit balls! Stop it! Wow! That's I, yeah, my yeah, my partner no, left after seventy-two of- hours and. Wow. Yikes, Aroni. So what did you eat? How, what what did you find? I mean, what did you... Oh, my, my diet was amazing. I had an abundance of tarantulas and groundhogs. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> really? You ate tarantulas? And groundhogs. Oh, they're... De- tarantulas are delicious. They're, the, you know, they have that little bulb on the back of them. And when you roast it yeah. and you peel it apart, it's like white flaky fish. You you would never know unless you did it. It's fantastic, especially when you haven't eaten for ten days. It tastes even better. I was going to ask how much weight you lost. <laughs> twenty two pounds in twenty one days. Yeah, but you were dehydrated and stuff too, right? Did you have any medical problems coming out of it? Um, no, no, just uh, you know, rapid weight loss, but. Uh, that wasn't that big of a deal. But, I mean, protein, the, the, between the groundhogs and the tarantulas, you know, you're not, the problem is you're not getting a lot of greens, a lot of your veggies and the vitamins and things. It's right. just strictly protein, where I was anyway. Now, they didn't give you a heads up where you were going so you could even research, like, what the vegetation was or anything like that? I knew two and a half weeks before I went where I was going – and there's not a lot about it because where I was, it was the Maya Mountains. And get this, it was, I, I found out the the movie Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull 
Well, the real crystal skull that was found was two miles from my camp. What? Oh, my God. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Oh, and, and talking to the locals, they think that they, they were saying, because I was on top of one of the biggest mountains, and they were saying that is a site of an ancient Mayan temple. And that's what the locals yeah, told me. And they, because the, the higher up you were back there was, was more prestige. And so they said right. I was on top of one oh. of the old temples. I got to, and I I've had got to be to, very I've careful when I. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go I ahead. Say, I'll finish. I had after. to be. I had to be really careful when I was building my fireplace because they didn't want me to use any rocks that were square or looked like they had cuts out of them because they could have been artifacts. That's how abundant the Mayans were in this area. Wow, that's amazing. See, and I love the Mayan culture. I know. I, I mean, just want to go there to visit. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's another place on the <laughs> <Yes>. list. <laughs> I, you know, for me, I just think it's amazing that I mean, for maybe it's me, maybe it's because of the thinker. I mean, I'm a I'm a big thinker, and it takes me forever to shut my mind off. Me too. But yeah. if I had like time to figure out where I was going and how, you know if I really had to survive there for two or three weeks or whatever, start memorizing. Yeah, start maps. memorizing. Well, that and like. <laughs> What plants, you know, what plants are there? What right. animals are there? Because well, that's very intelligent, Ted. To be honest, I know, but like we're going to continue the conversation with him with some of the, the incidences that he had. But you know, I I don't know what kind of animals are there. I mean, that's my point. I mean, furry ones. Well, yeah, there could be a lot of things. Like, what kind of animals did you see, Trent? What were what were something that would? I mean, we know that tarantula bites, and the you know the groundhog isn't going to do anything to you. But you know, what other animals were there that could basically rip you apart? What did you see? Well, it's the area that I was at is the largest jaguar preserve in the world. So clearly, there's jaguar there, and we did see several <laughs> tracks of jaguar. <laughs> um, the howler monkeys. They're very territorial, they're very loud, and they're very scary. Um, yeah. you, you can hear howler monkeys up to three to five miles away. That's how intense they are. Wow. Um, but, but it's the jungle. Everything is stealthy. You know, I mean, you can just feel the eerie, the everything watching you. But it's the jungle, and they know how to hide. And so it's rare that you ever see something. But they all see you, and you can you can feel right. yourself being watched. God. Oh gosh! Yeah, no. Well, we felt like that in in houses before. Well, well yeah, we are paranormal <laughs> investigators, so we feel that stuff a lot. But that's, yeah, that's a little different from a jaguar to a ghost. I mean, you, yeah. know, you know, whatever. Yeah, the ghost. I mean, they. They could they, hurt us. <laughs> you know. All right, so we're going to we're gonna hold on. We're, folks, we're going to come right back with uh, Mr. Trent Nielsen uh, from Naked and Afraid. We're going to talk with him some more, but we have mm-hmm. to take a commercial break. Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has captivated you with their true reports of strange and unknown. But things just got better. Join host Todd Bates Sunday night, 6, 5 central for Fate Radio. We bring you the best interviews, stories, and most of all, bring these true reports of the strange and unknown to life. Fate Radio with Todd Bates, Sunday night, 6, 5 central at FateMagRadio.com.
Digital Ink Art is a local company that specializes in screen printing, heat transfers, logos, vehicle graphics, and stickers. They are located in Albion, New York, between Rochester and Buffalo, and they make it real easy for anyone to get their brand printed. The website, digitalinkarts.com, is undergoing a new look, but you can still contact them on Facebook or by calling 585-200-2400. So don't forget, digitalinkarts.com. All right. All right, folks. We're back with Trent Nielsen from Naked and Afraid season mm-hmm. five. Now and we're we've been talking about the animals and the bugs and the and the uh, plants and all that from there. And, oops, sorry, Godzilla, Godzilla. kinda of stepped in there. Godzilla's coming to attack <laughs> us now. Thank God um, we're not naked and afraid. <laughs> I still can't get over that, but it's what are they on? They're like on season what, ten now or something? I mean they're they're up there. Season nine. Yeah, season nine right now. That's close, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you get invited back again? That's confidential, but I'm not going to say no. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we won't, we won't I, press I, it. We're going to leave it at that. I've been sworn to secrecy, but I'm not saying no. Stay tuned this next okay, season. Well, <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. All right, so um, I want to know, I mean, this is this is kind of, I don't know, how hard is it? Like, you guys, that's not the way I wanted to start that question either. <laughs> when you have a partner and... Is there hanky-panky that goes on? I'm sorry. I had to, I <laughs> well, had to. that's what I wanted to ask, but in a, in a polite way, because you, I'm sorry, but if you're laying up against somebody trying to stay warm, there's no way that little Jimmy doesn't. Pop up. Come out and say hello. <laughs> yeah. Very very valid very valid question. Let me let me just say this. The when when you're at home on your couch, well fed, comfy, yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. When you're out there cold, hungry, starving, smelly, yeah, not quite as fun, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But we're at the end of the day, we're human, and I have the best girlfriend on the planet. And she says, "You go out there and you take care of your partner." She says, "I'm a girl. I get cold. You get in there and make her warm." And so, it, the the first night, you know, you, you you bring it up. God's sake. Yeah. She, she needs says, an award. What are your thoughts on? It. I know. She says, "What are your thoughts on cuddling, my partner?" And I says, "I have the green light." You want to get warm? <laughs> and so we just, I mean, scooped right into each other. And and I wrapped around her, and I was breathing on the back of her neck to try to keep her warm the first couple nights. That's amazing. Wow. Some of us just look for that at our regular homes. Right. <laughs> some of us do. <laughs> I want one. I mean- <laughs> but, but I won't lie. You know, at the end of the day, we're human, and, and naked people are a lot of fun. So. Take that for what it's worth. Why is it that our show has two hosts that are both single? Right. Isn't that weird? It is weird. But we don't like each other. No, we're chasing the same thing. Right. That sucks. It does. Competition. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah. All right, so let's get to um, the juicy part. Now, (laughs) (laughs) that's not what I meant. Her mind's in the gutter. Hang on. Let me try doing this earlier. 
Did you ultimately find out what it was that was stalking your shelter? No. In fact, you know, we're way out disconnected. And they, they brought some, the crew brought some game cams up and, and set them up. And then they set bait out for whatever was stalked in the shelter. And we would come back in the morning and the bait would be gone, nothing on the game cams. They even brought a scout up that was indigenous to the area because whatever it was was big. And my producer told me, he says, Trent, I know you're not lying because we have sound mics all through the forest and we can hear it coming up to your shelter. We can hear it walk. We can hear it breathe. We can hear it move. We can hear it crash the trees. He says, so we know you're not just making this up to try to give us a good show. And it kind of freaked them out. At one point, they were even going to have the scout camp next to me for my safety. But then they decided not to. They figured it was, you know, it was worth it to them to have a good show if if I got maimed or something. <laughs> but, no, they never found out what was it was. Big, but it, oh. Sorry, right. what was that? I mean, they were like, yeah, Trent could take care right, of himself. Right, right. Yeah. Sorry, Trent. Yeah, and they told me, they said, they said, you have a machete. You can take care of yourself. And I says, I'm naked. I can't run through this forest, and I have to be 16 inches away from it to strike. I'm not going to be okay if we attack it. Stop. Listen, he's running through a forest with a machete, and he's naked I know going what, after something. And what happens if you slip or accidentally what? get knocked? Your hand what gets knocked, you? and you accidentally cut off your little jimmy. Right. Ooh. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Oh. Nope. Then nope. all of a sudden the show was not <laughs> worth it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, your girlfriend some of those, definitely wouldn't think it was. Some of those, some of those places, <laughs> though, it's like you had to bathe. You had to be able to get clean somehow. I mean, did, I mean, waterfalls, uh, lagoons, something. I mean, there's there's water that have little things that climb up your. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I would be afraid. I, I'm cringing yeah, right now. Yeah, all. <laughs> All, thi- all things to think about, and you have no protection from it. Um, I actually built a uh, rain shed, so when it would rain, it would collect water, and that's what I bathed with. So I didn't, I didn't want um, anything. That's cool. Climbing in my junk. Yeah, oh, that would be. Yucky. No. I do not like bugs. No, no, no. No. Mm-mm. No bugs. <laughs> Robert White says no running with machetes. Right, and but Robert R- White, you are funny as. Yeah, he seems to be quite. Uh, oh my quite gosh, funny. you make me laugh so hard. <laughs> do, you, do you want to post on recommended issues? Yeah, I, well, I told him. Oh, you share. told him. Yeah, share, share and invite your friends, please. Listen, whore us out. We're fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Oh Just my goodness. Share our live feed right now on yeah. your. I mean, um, I really want this whole idea of naked and afraid. I mean, no matter what we're talking about, there's no way in hell I'd change my mind. I mean, there's no way I'd do it. No way. Right. I mean, your feet, first off, I mean, you would have to think that by the time you're done, your feet are cut up, bleeding, swollen, uh, some type of uh, infections or something. I mean, uh, didn't your feet become nasty, Trent? Yeah, I went I went a whole eight months barefoot 24-7 before I went out there. And within five days of being out there, my feet were torn to shreds. Luckily, I was able to make oh my shoes. Goodness. So, what? Like giant leaves or something, or stones? No, it was it was pretty cool. I was chop. I found a log down in the forest, and I was 
chopping it up for firewood, and it had this really thick bark on it. And I thought, oh, that'll be good tinder if my fire goes out. And so I cut a piece of it off, and I went to tear it up, and it, it just flexed like rubber. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm making some some shoes out of this. And I put them on, and they were awesome. It moved over the rocks and vines. It, it was flexible, and it stayed flexible for about three, four days. So about every three, four days, I'd have to wow. chop down some more and make shoes again. Yeah, but but then it would cool a little bit apart. Yeah. Now, what so, tools did you bring? You, you brought a machete. Did you bring something for fire? Did they give you Yeah, that? we had a machete, and then she brought a fire starter, a flint and steel. And she, well, she brought a machete. They gave us a fire starter, and then I brought a hammock. And it was pretty funny because I didn't bring it to sleep in. And when I showed it to the producer, he said, they're not going to let you take a hammock. And I said, I'm not going to sleep in it. I want it for the cordage. So he thought that was pretty funny because at the beginning of my episode and I pull it out, my partner's face was like, what is that? I'm like, it's a hammock, but it's only a single. Do you want top bunk or bottom? And that kind of broke the ice. It was pretty good. But we cut it up and used every bit of it. That's amazing. Use all the cordage. That's wow, cool. that's clever. Well, I have to would I, I would have to think that in some of the the forest or in in some of that foliage that there had to be something that like vine or something like that that they could use as rope too at some right. point. Um, unless they have stuff yeah, like you know maybe. I mean, then yep. you can you can find yeah. it, but it's 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 a chore to harvest. And, and, you know, you're limited if you're in the right area where it is. And I did find some of that. And you can weave rope, but it's so much easier to pull a piece out of the hammock. Huh. <laughs> right. Now, we talked about the tarantula. Now, what did the what did the groundhog actually taste like, the prairie dog taste like? The prairie dog tastes like, if you go buy the worst cut of steak can and you let your three-year-old cook it, and then you eat it, that's what the groundhog tastes like. <laughs> Beautiful. That's awesome. Beautiful. That, that, that totally just put my, my hat. But, yeah, when you're hungry, but, you're starving. I mean, shit. Well, at that point, yeah, at that point, just to have something to bite down on and chew, that's, that, that serves yeah. a whole other purpose of hunger right there. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this out here to, to everybody in the room and to you, Trent. So okay. there's three of us here in the room plus the Trent. Here's a question. All right. Now, first, do you guys remember, do you guys remember the movie um, Alive? It was uh, about the airplane that dropped. Right. There was like all these right. passengers. And they were up in the mountains team. and they had to. They had to what? They had to eat each other to survive. Lord have mercy. Do you guys remember yep. that movie? I don't. Maybe I remember. I don't think so. Would at this point, I mean, you're they were up there for a long time, and there's nothing but snow. Would you have? Would you eat somebody else to survive, or would you become what the part dinner? Can I eat first? Whenever you want. I think they actually <laughs> cut up some guy's buttocks. Oh my God, God! Did they kill him, or did no, he, he was, die? From he was me? dead. He was dead from being frozen, but they still had to eat. I mean, well, if he's dead already, and I don't have to have the con, the, you know, his death on my conscience because I killed him. Because I'm like, listen, listen, bitch, you're next. Yeah. As long as that didn't happen and transpire. So, so then you could eat him. I probably well, listen, 
I know how I get when my protein is low. <laughs> and listen, we call it hangry around my house. Hangry? Yeah. 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 Well, I know that if I had to, I would. I'm telling you, I would. Just yes or no? Yeah, I'm thinking I probably would. John? I would, I would be grossed out by it. As a matter of survival, absolutely. Trent? I might lick them all over to get the salt, but I don't know if I could eat them. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's hysterical. Okay, I don't well, know. hold I on. I to cook them, though. Hold I'm on. not going to eat them raw. Hold on one second. We got somebody <laughs> calling in here. Hold on one second. Hello. You're on the air with Prayer Talk Radio with Cindy and Ted. <laughs> I would eat people in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Trent meets Stitches from Dead City Clowns. How you doing, Stitches? To, I knew it had to be you or Monty Stitches. Hello, I saw your friend. creepy picture. <laughs> we know Stitches will eat some some anybody, not just clowns. Yeah. <laughs> clowns are just for everybody. Yeah. So Trent, <laughs> Mister Mister Stitches here is uh, is one of our favorite guests that pops in, pops in from time to time. So please. Introduced. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Introduce good, good to meet you, you Mr. Stitches. <laughs> uh, good to meet you, Trent. I'm naked. Are you afraid? <laughs> I am now, yes. For the, for the first time, truly. Lord have mercy. Yes. I think I would rather take so, a leopard. So, yeah. <laughs> so we definitely have Stitch's answer then. So you know he calls in. So we have we know that at least four of us are going to eat another I'm, person. But I'm, I'm Trent's going to lick him for the salt. So listen, I'll be licking for salt, but we're not going I'm, there. I'm eating some buttocks as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say anus. Just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Some countries. Oh well, well, yeah, well, not my world. You know, <laughs> stitches. I'm sure. I mean, Trent was on an island. Well, not really an island, but he was to where there was monkeys, and it's been known that Howler. people used to eat yeah. monkey brains and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. don't kill the monkeys. No, but I mean, they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't you ever see Faces of Death? I mean, they actually took monkeys and put them in a table and and left them alive until they. They ate fresh monkey brains. You actually had to kill it and its brains alive right out with a fork. What? Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Stitch, you've had to do that too, right? Of course. What's that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen it. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, there was, in fact, Faces of Death had a whole series. Uh, They talked about cannibalism and they showed you how they. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. So, pretty, is it? It's a reality show. No, it's it's a um, documentary. Documentary type thing. Yeah, you Stop could look it, it up on on YouTube, I guess. Okay, I'm gonna have to do this. What did but you call it? Faces it was, yeah, I have faces a of I death, have a friend it? that went to Japan. I have a friend that went to Japan, and he said in the middle of the table was a hole, and after they had eaten, the the maitre d or whatever of the house brought a live monkey in, strapped it in, they lopped off the top of its head, and they all dug in with spoons. True story. Oh, God. Yeah. Listen, I was hungry when I came in here and smelled burgers. Not anymore. People nope. burgers. Nope, they're people burgers. <laughs> they were huge. I'm, listen, where is Roman? <laughs> Roman to start making me a burger. 
Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! It's so yeah. All right, guys. I don't want to. I don't want to step on Trent's interview. I'm gonna hop off here. I just wanted to say hello. All hey, right. Well, it was nice. Stitches. Nice for you to stop in anytime there, Mr. Hey, Stitches. good to meet you. <laughs> hey, take care, Trent. <laughs> Later, Ted. Yes, I will. <laughs> good talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> nice to eat you too. All nice right. To eat you too. <laughs> Thanks, <bitch. laughs> Um, but it's. It's one of those things where, you know, you have to stop and think about it. Naked and afraid, they drop you off. You're out there. You have to survive for 21 days. And then they have the big one, right, Trent, where it's like 40 days or something? Yep, the Mm -hmm. Naked and Afraid XL, 40 days. XL, 40 days. Dude, have you done that one, Trent? And you did the 40 days. Again, I'm under under strict confidentiality, but I'm not going to say no. Okay. okay. So, so here's the thing. I mean, they. That's crazy shit right there. You know, my some of them that I've watched that actually, <laughs> I'm afraid. Trip. I'm afraid of a couple things, and here's one of the things I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of alligators and crocodiles. Mm-hmm. So when they show these people swimming in water that had crocodiles or alligators, I, I'm like, I would rather die than you know on land. Let's uh-huh. eat me than get in that water. No way. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah, it's. I couldn't it, do it. It gets real quick. It gets real quick. I'll tell you a story that happened not too long ago. I was hunting on the bank of a river, and right probably uh-huh. 10 feet from me, five full-grown adult hippos popped up out of the water snorting at me. Oh, wow. they are not me. nice either. They are very no, they kill more mean, people. and they are very they, Yes, they're they do. super mean. Our instructions were, if a lion charges you, if an elephant charges you, if an animal charges you, stand your ground. The only one you run from is a hippo, and then run for your life. Yeah. Man. Zigzag. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't do it. I I, I just couldn't do it. Listen, Mm -hmm. I know my limits. Limits. Well, limits, that's limits. why, you know, when, when Trent and EJ both, when, when I brought them, you know, the, approached them about being on the show, I mean, it's more of like this whole curiosity thing. It's like, how did you guys do this? I mean, how do you, where did you, where did you muster this from to do this show? I mean, I, 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 I'm telling you right now, you're my hero, man. I, I, I'll pat you on the back, uh, whatever, but there's no way in hell I could do it. No way in hell. Uh-uh. They're all funny on here. I'm telling you right now. I... <laughs> all right. So why don't we do this? Why don't we? Why don't we go through a couple comments here on the text messages? Then we'll open up the lines here so that people can can call in and ask some questions. But I want to. So let's let's put a couple posts. Let's do a couple of those. Then I want to talk to okay. him. Um, we'll we'll have some. You know, I got to talk to him yet about another thing that he that happened to him. Okay. So, so go ahead and do some of the things off the chat, so, and then we'll go from there. And then he can answer if he if there's questions or anything. Adam, like that. Adam, hey, hey, Adam, Adam Briggs, Cindy's going for the tube steak, LMA. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Heidi Harrington is screaming at me. Don't watch it. Mary is telling me she watched all of them uh, of Faces of Death as a teenager, and she's. Still scared. She told me, "Sin, I'm serious. Don't watch it. It's sick shit." Yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, you will you will. It, it does something to you psychologically. Well, it really does. I don't need any more psychologically. Yeah, crazy. it it, uh, it and, does. And Kristen is now vegan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen, after that monkey crap, that's. 
scary. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, Robert White was talking about the hippos when he said that the Serpentine. territorial. Yes, but he also said serpentine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> serpentine. But yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't get it. You know, I, I can't do. I can't. No. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. No. Listen, I may not be that high maintenance. Listen, I said that high maintenance. But I am definitely not going someplace where I have to be a survivalist. Not that I don't think I could, when it all comes down to it. But I just don't want to. Now here's <laughs> here here's a here's a thought. Here's a place of. Um, being uh, naked and afraid, okay, or being dropped down in the middle of a zombie horde. Zombies all the way. So you would rather be dropped down into where things are chasing you, going brains, brains. I want to eat your brains. Mm, probably. It's because they were people once. Mm-hmm. I I just I don't know I. I don't know. What do you think, Trent? Listen, I mean, I you did camping. you did naked and afraid. I mean, you've done something where, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing else he has to do to prove his manhood. <laughs> no, no, you got your man card, man. Don't go back there. Yeah, I mean. I'm not revoking excellent, it. Excellent. You keep that shit and keep it close. Keep it on your naked body at all times. <laughs> and then. Right. No, if you could have said that in a Jersey accent, it would have been better. I probably could. <laughs> A Joyzy accent? I yeah. think I probably could. Yeah. I could probably get away with that. I could probably do it. Yeah. No, jeez. All right. So, Trent, let's talk about your sign on the end of your video. Now, uh, yeah. this, was the, this was the main reason, other than I think he's mm-hmm. he's my hero now, but <laughs> I, how did this happen? Let's Let's take a minute. You tell your story. And then we'll 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 ask questions right afterwards. But you tell your story. Mm-hmm. We're all okay. Here. My my story. I grew up in the mountains, so just let me get it straight right here. We I, I have four brothers. We weren't city slickers. We when I was eight nine years old, we would go up in the mountains and camp out by ourselves without adults. So we we're not we don't get scared by nature. Um, it's just, we lived in the mountains, we walked the mountains, we roamed the mountains. So we're out in some tents one night outside of our house and we lived out in the country. I was, I was, I think I was eight years old and my brother and I were in one of the tents, one of those little tiny triangle tents back in the day where you could barely fit in them, let alone sit up. And we were, we had the flashlights on, we're playing with the cards and we hear something outside the tent. And we can tell that it's walking on two feet. Sounds like a person. And we both click the lights off and we're just, have you ever just been so scared you just listen to every little sound? That's what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And we're listening to this thing walk around the tent. And my first thought was, oh, it's a murderer. Someone escaped from jail. You know, you're a little kid. Your mind gets going. I'm like, somebody escaped from jail. There's nobody should have been out there in our yard. And we can hear it walking, and we know it's, you know, we've gone elk hunting, deer hunting, we know it's not on four legs, and we can hear it sniffing. And we're just like, what in the world? So we kind of just lay down, and we're listening. And there was one point off in the corner of the yard, we could hear what sounded like if you were to take two-by-fours and stack them on top of each other, just throw them, it was wood. And we, we were just like, what 
it, and it's about 10, 11 o'clock at night, pitch black. So we hear that, and then it comes back over to the tent and starts walking around. Well, about this time, my mom's in the house, and my little sister wants to sleep out in the tent, and she's just a little toddler, but scared of the dark. So my mom told her, I'll take you out to the tent once you fall asleep. And my other brothers were in a bigger tent closer to the house. She flips on the floodlights to come outside. Boom, the whole side of the yard lights up. I'm on the dark side of the tent. The minute those lights came on, something laid down on that tent, full length, buried my arm, shoulder, and leg. I had to pull out of under it, and then I missionaried my brother, and the whole side of the tent was collapsed in. We're not making a sound. And I'm thinking, if that were an animal, it would have either ran or stared at the light. If it's a human, they're not going to be stupid enough to lay on a kid in a tent that's going to scream. My mom, talking to her the next day, says she came out. She was so frightened for some reason. She zips up the first tent, tosses my sister in, didn't get her a bag or anything, threw her in, zipped it down, ran back to the house, slammed the door shut. Now she turned the lights off. Probably a minute, minute and a half later, poof, the tent pops up. We hear the thing walk off. And we're just like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? We laid there for hours. We finally fell asleep, woke up the next morning, peeked outside of the tent. We had a log pile. My dad had gone logging for our wood stove. All the logs were across the backyard. We had baby kittens that lived in the log pile. So whatever it was was trying to get at the kittens. We had rabbit cages out in the pasture on four-foot stilts with the little latch and lock latches. Every cage was secure. Yeah. Every rabbit was gone, blood in every cage. We found one of the rabbits, and it looked like it had just been torn apart. So that's what happened with us. Within, within three days pr- previously to, to about a week after, there were reports in our neighborhood. People tracked Bigfoot above our house. There's a trout farm below our house. The fishing game came out and took plaster casts. The, the trout farm still owns the footprint. The university studied it. There are probably 100 people in that neighborhood that saw, tracked, and followed Bigfoot at some point within, within a month's period of time. Wow. Everyone in my neighborhood wow. believes in Bigfoot. Wow. So that's my story. <laughs> that's crazy. Pretty intense. And for a kid, it was... It was that <clears throat> is intense. Go and change yeah. my underwear. Right. Um, yeah, it was it was intense. I mean, we actually had worldwide Bigfoot trackers find prints and cast them that were that were on our property right right behind our house. That they came out because they wanted to hear the story. Okay, now I've always Trent always been into the Bigfoot theory. Always, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, like done. Yeah, I mean, I've always been interested to find out if it's real or not, and so on and so forth. But why wouldn't it be real? Well, our engineer, Mister John, does not believe in Bigfoot. He, he doesn't, doesn't believe... believe in a whole hell of a lot. Liberals, for one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but he he but just... he's got a big one sitting right next to him. But the whole he. he He's one of those guys that he believes more in the UFO thing than he does in the Bigfoot thing, you well, know. And and I understand, but I mean, when you hear stories like Trent's, mm-hmm. 
I mean, first off, the <laughs> light pops on. He doesn't want to be seen, so he falls down on the tent. Um, makes sense. Yeah. What What would you What would you think? I would agree with it. I'm. I think anthropologically, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Right. I'm just saying it's not not one of my top things. Right. Got it. I mean, but they have thousands and thousands of footprints they have. But I think what stands is like there is no actual proof that it exists. Right. There's well, there no bones. Have... There's no real legit scat. There's no habitats. There's no shelters. If, if it's humanoid, there's got to be some kind of... Leftovers of some sort. He's right. I mean, biologically but, speaking, anyway. You know, and and I know that um, stories from my family, being the Native American side, they they always told us stories of creatures like that. I mean, we live in New York, and New York, New York does have a population of Bigfoot, from what we're told, especially up near Whitehall and stuff. And we're finding it down south in New York, also down towards Dansville and Monday and all that other stuff. So, um, <clears throat> to me. And because I'm somewhat of a skeptic still on certain things, I oh, still yeah. like the idea of it. I yeah, mean, don't get me wrong. I like the idea. But I'm one of these people who need to see proof. Now, now Cliff Berrickman from Finding Bigfoot sent us the cast. I've seen what a cast looks like. Um, I, we've interviewed him. We've interviewed Bobo, um, Steve Calls. I mean, we've interviewed Bigfoot people. Um, we have also interviewed um, um, researchers on the dogmen, the same type of creature right. in some sense. Right. So... Can they still survive out there? Can they still be? Can there still be a population? Well, we just did a thing on our, our weird news that there was parts of the United States that still had thousands of acres, thousands of miles of acres of land that we haven't even been in. Right. So, and and things could still be out there living. Well, of course. So, yeah. who knows? I mean. I, I like the thought. Well, get, I really so do. Did it, yeah, get this. Go ahead. What, Sorry, at go. my location in Belize, one year prior to me going in the area that I was in, the, it was a very remote area, one year prior, there was an expedition team that went in and did some exploring and came out with six new species that we didn't even know existed on the planet. This was in 2014. Yeah, think that's we what I'm saying. I mean, we still... Right, and still, I mean, they're still discovering oh, yeah. new fish and stuff at the bottom right. of the ocean. I was going to say. Well, there, there was, I saw an article. Did we have it on our weird news about that thing that had washed up on the shore? Yes. Did, okay. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that is, that's something that they think is prehistoric. Right. I mean, right. so that we don't always know everything, though humans would really love to believe that we do. Oh, we would love to think that we know everything. Yeah. You know, but we don't. But we're full of horses. Um Robert White was saying <laughs> on here is that, you know, did you notice anything? Because, you know, basically Bigfoot landed on you. Did you notice smell of any type when you were a kid or you Good. just can't remember? Yeah. I mean. Well, we were we were smelly little kids anyway, so I probably just thought it was my brother. I, I think we were so scared <laughs> and we were just little smelly kids. We didn't think of the smell too much. But I, I thought I thought it was someone there to murder us until it laid on me, and then I'm like, no animal or human acts like that. What the heck is on our tent right now? And then your fear just takes right. over, and then all the stories around of of the sightings. And the cool thing was, all the reports that we were hearing, 
they were people we knew. It wasn't that somebody on this side of town reported it and you'd never heard of them or there was a random report. These were the, the town police officers, the city councilmen, the bishops in the church all coming forward and saying, I saw it, here's what happened, here's what my interaction with it. And that was kind of cool because it was people that you knew and trusted. And people that had a title, people that had recognition for being some, you oh. know, higher up in our, yeah. So oh, yeah, high school principal. Absolutely. Oh. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Tim, so think about it this way. I mean, think about the Civil War, right? There were many men that died in in all of these battles, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And after 100 years, we are still finding little things in the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So things just fall to the wayside. So not necessarily are you going to find a Bigfoot bone or because, you know. I I, I get that. Uh, and, and, you know, if you talk to the guys from Finding Bigfoot, I know it's a TV series, but those guys are legitimate investigators as well. Mm-hmm. Over the years that they've been doing it, they haven't found, you know, mostly they find tracks and stuff. But, um even with Steve Culls, when I talked with him, there were certain things that, I mean, he's got a video that was pretty convincing that there is something out there. Mm-hmm. And um, if, you, if you look at people with a background that they have, I, I just can't look at them and go, okay, yeah, you're full of shit. Right. You know, people, I think they truly believe psychologically that when something happens, they see it. Yes, they can imagine it. Right. But in most cases with stuff like that, there's an ounce of truth in all that. So it's actually figuring right. out what that truth is. Right. And I'm sorry, but when people, even kids, when they tell a scary story, there's something in there that actually frightened them. Right. So it's figuring out what it is. Is it right. their imagination? Is it something that they saw? Was it a, a, a shadow? Was it, you know what I mean? A, a right. glare off of something that lit something else up, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Fear is is one of those emotions that it's triggered not only by what we see, but also by what we feel. And if your body, as well as your mind and your eyes, all kind of go together um, on something, there's something up. there. You I know, think. it's it's something. Mm-hmm. So Trent's story, I mean, I I would love to have been a fly in his tent, you know, and then saw that. I mean, or felt all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, something that big just falling down on the tent and squishing him and, you know, the whole the whole idea of that. I would be terrified. I had. Oh, a, I'm not saying I wouldn't be scared. I mean. I've gone camping and had um, a freaking, what is those little, oh, my gosh. It was some little animal, ridiculous, Cindy, and it was right next to my side of the, the tent yeah. and mm-hmm. scratching, trying to get in, and I was so freaked out. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm calling my daughter on the phone. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> There's something next to my tent. I'm freaking I, out. I, I know stories from all different types of people that have, and not you know people like Naked and Afraid that have been dropped into certain areas, but mm. I, people locally that have went camping and heard certain noises at night and have no idea what it is right. and, and stuff like that. And I'm sorry, I still hold... Down to what I said, that fear, it, it'll get you. you yes, know? because so. you can make anything up with your mind, though. Oh, exactly. And fear, especially. Right. 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 We mm-hmm. can we can create some amazing things with our mind. Well, look at look at TV. Look at the stuff that we see in TV that somebody mm-hmm. thinks of. Right. I mean, come on. Right. You know, I mean, there's just so much stuff out there. All right, Trent. Hey, so, Sheila. 
what we're going to do here is now this whole thing with Bigfoot, I think it's a great story. And you should actually write it in a book somewhere. If you haven't written a book for your experience of Naked and Afraid, I think you should. Do there's, it. There's some cool it's a good idea. There. Don't, don't, don't put pictures though. No pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, you can put the bleeped out. You can put the bleeped out pictures. Like well, he can do like things. little. There'll be like little recipes in there for like tarantulas on a stick. Oh my god, or, that would be his scary you know, right? balls, Trent. Like, oh, you should the, the naked and afraid cookbook. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god, yes. There you go. Oh, I bet you. I bet you crave a little. Uh, Groundhog every now and then. Huh? Oh, gross, gross. Oh, I dream of it. Uh, I wonder if they taste like woodchuck. Are they really greasy? Ew, have you eaten a woodchuck? Yeah, it, yeah, was, had, it actually had was really greasy. And it, when it was yeah. cooking, yeah. the oils were just dripping, and I was catching them and eating them because I wanted the fats. But, yeah, it was really, really greasy. Right. Ew, you yuck. Yeah, I've had woodchucks, too. So, I'm yeah. on a low-fat diet. The doctor just put me on it. So I'm I on a seafood have, diet. Anything I see, I eat. I can't have woodchuck. <laughs> I can't have grown You can't have, can't have tarantula. can't have woodchuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor's orders. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, we have not heard. Um, I think it's time that we get to our other little activity and bring Trent in on it, and let's see what happens. Oh. Weird news, weird news. That's it. All right, so weird and paranormal news. Okay. That's where we're at today, folks. So I can't wait for this. Oh, I know. I know. We have you can chime in any time you want there, Trent, but we're gonna we're gonna read you some news stories. And this <laughs> is um some stuff that was actually um posted and um I, I there's Godzilla oh, making Godzilla. his entrance. <laughs> <laughs> so here is some interesting news. This is some stuff about New York State, and this is what I wanted to do because we're from New York. Uh, of course we are. And I'd like to put some stuff in here. So one of it is that New York is the birthplace of many America's favorite urban legend themes. The Night Stalker Killer with a hook for a hand was one of them. Oh. Um, the hook-handed boogeyman of Staten Island, urban, urban mythology, is called Cropsy. Mm. So there's a good horror clown name. Cropsy. Um, <laughs> it used to be said that Cropsy haunted the area at night and would drag wayward boys and girls to their deaths in the ruins of old uh, of the old Sea View Hospital. <laughs> Parents would spook their children with tales and warnings about Cropsy. Go to bed early, or Cropsy will come and get you. Jeez, mom and dad. That's what they would tell their kids. Terrible. <laughs> And so this year, but the Cropsey legend turned out to be too real in the 1970s when serial killer Andre Rand allegedly began kidnapping the children of Staten Island. Through a suspect, suspect in five cases, Rand was ultimately only convicted for two of them, which was enough to earn him 50 years life imprisonment. That and I'll bet if you talk scary. to him, his parents told him the story, and that's why he turned out crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably, he was probably scared to death as a kid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I I get it. Yeah. All right. So the second one I have here, um, which is is really close to home for us. Okay. Right. Oh geez. The White Lake of Rochester. Yes, I was gonna. Yes. I was gonna tell you that. I said no. I don't use Cropsy. Yep. I use the White Lady to. Yeah. Searches internally for her lost children. 
Ladies in white are common ghost Her manifestations daughter. around the world, and New York is no exception. Mm-hmm. They have one in Rochester who endlessly searches Duran Eastman Park for her missing daughter in the company of two spectral dogs. The most popular yep. version of the story says that the white lady of Rochester is the ghost of a woman from the early 1800s whose daughter was kidnapped, raped, and murdered by a local farmer. The mother searched the marshy land day and night trying to discover where the perpetrator had hidden the body, but body, but she never succeeded. Eventually, she succumbed to the despair and threw herself off the cliff into the water of Lake Ontario. Her two dogs pined for her on the shore until they, too, joined her in the death shortly after. Mm-hmm. That's the story. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember growing up because I used to live in Rondequoit, so I knew about the white lady. The right. white lady. Right. And, I mean, that was that was common. We, we all about the white lady mm-hmm. the white now, lady's castle in Irondequoit yeah and now that we've been talking about and that's where I thought this fit in good with what we were talking about with Trent upstate New York is a hotbed of Bigfoot activity oh yeah in the mountains uh, most stuff. people associate Bigfoot with the Pacific Northwest but in fact there's evidence that the creatures are common in many stretches of pristine wilderness across North America including the old forest of upstate New York that cluster around Lake Champlain and mm-hmm. Essex and Warren counties uh, many people have reported hairy men <laughs> in the area over the decades, but one unlucky fellow encountered Bigfoot close up twice in the span of just a few years, and both run-ins with the creature were terrifying. The first happened on June 25, 1989, when Scott Harris and two friends were looking for one of their brothers, who was lost in the woods late at night, walking around a railroad track that followed Lake Champagne's shoreline. They heard awful thrashing and growling and metal ripping noises come from the south bank of the trail, and whatever it was seemed to hear them too, because the noises it was it was making stopped, and it came over to check them out. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yep. Scary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But Bigfoot wasn't done with the Harris yet. A few years later, in 93, Harris was parked on a trail near Westport, New York, where another friend waiting for a party to start when he saw a huge black hairy creature coming out of the woods and reaching for the car's rear door. That's crazy. Yeah. So it doesn't say whether his brother was okay? No, no. <laughs> so no. we're just left to wonder, did the did did Bigfoot kill his brother? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like Cain and Abe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the last one we have here is, um, the title is, The Murderous Cabin in the Woods. Um, All right. And it says, a cabin known as the Old Lawson Home once stood in Stokes County that was the scene of a series of brutal deaths. On Christmas Day in 1929, wait, yeah, I can't talk, 1929, well-respected farmer Charlie Lawson explicitly shot and beat his wife to death before killing six of his seven children. Oh, my God! Yeah, it gets better. He then killed himself. People say he killed his family for a variety of reasons. A A personality change after a head injury, going mad with guilt after impregnating his own daughter, to name a few. Oh, my God. Because of the yeah, heinous nature of these deaths, the family was buried outside of Hallow's Church Ground. Hollow Church Ground. There mm-hmm. you go. It's rumored that because of their improper burial, the spirits will never rest. After their deaths, the house became a tourist attraction for years before being closed and tore down. My gosh, where is this? 
Uh, well, it doesn't exist anymore, but it was the old Lawson house, and it looked like it was in uh, – where did it just say it was? Um, I don't know. I just read all that. You weren't paying attention. Or was that an Uber driver? <laughs> uh, no. But, you know, that's – I'm um, over it. I'm, uh, this, that's a whack do. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is, is I found this uh, – um, So he killed six. Of six his of his seven. Six of his children. So one his, child gets to stay alive and be a part of this. Be scarred for life and then become a serial life. killer afterwards because right. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, my God. Isn't that, isn't that what's going to happen? Tell me how a child survives that. I don't know. I don't know. But there, there's our news for today. And it's not like headline news, it's news they found in New York because they thought it would be cool for us to talk about our own home state for a little, little bit. Yeah. Trent, where are you from? Utah. Utah. I got family in Utah. The Mormons are in Utah. I mean, what? Are they? <laughs> yes. Aren't they? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm like, yeah, they are. Isn't that where they do Ancestry.com? Yeah. <laughs> I don't no, know. I'm no, guessing. No, no, no. Yeah, there's no, a lot of, lot of the, people um, that do that out here. Salt Lake City, um, you know that they're they're known for the um, more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I got family out there. I think it's Utah or Arizona or something like that. I don't know. They're Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. So, well, all right. So we're we're talking about naked and afraid, and I've got to tell you folks something. I, my niece got me hooked into this, and that's why you know another thing is when we were talking with EJ Snyder. Um, he was telling us, well, he's big. He's doing movies and everything else at this point, I think. Mm. Um, but he was telling me that some of the stuff that, that he had to go through there also was, you don't really, you just think, oh, great, I'm going on a TV show, and they're, they're going to drop me off, and things are going to be all right, and it's not going to be rough. But guess what? We're learning, folks, that it's rough. It's rough. Oh, yeah, it's definitely rough. The, the term roughing it. Has a new meaning, huh, Trent? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what would you Lord have mercy? Now, if someone was to say to you, "I want to get on naked and afraid," what would you tell them? <laughs> I would tell them, "I will get you on, and I want to talk to you as soon as you're done." <laughs> <laughs> and, and oh, Lord I've have had mercy. A, a number. I've had a number of people ask me that, and. And all I can tell you is brush, like you were saying earlier, Ted, brush up, get get online, start to learn the plants, the edibles, the, the trees you can make rope out of, but get your mental yeah. game together because you can, you can be a semi-survivalist and not very decent, but if you're mentally strong, you'll be okay. It's, it's when the mental breaks down that they end up going home every single time. It's a, yeah, it's a that's, 75% mental game. And, and you see some of these. I mean, there were some females that stayed long after the men did, too. And you have to think. Oh, like, absolutely. bitch is tough. Mm-hmm. You know, literally, that's what I was thinking. It's like, holy shit, she's a tough bitch. You know, she's, she's handling it. And the dude's going off crying and walking away. And, <laughs> you know, I just yeah. I have a lot of respect for yeah, what? it takes a certain individual, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to speculate, but I'm sorry, but if you, it, this is not against you, Trent, because you're my hero, like I said. But 
I think in some sense, living like that, you have to have a screw loose somewhere because I don't know if I could do it. I uh, yeah. You know, maybe I, maybe I, I think it's a personality. I, yeah, I think it's a personality type. You know, we got people that like to do math. We got people that like to be garbage men. We got people that like to be CEO of the company. There's people that like to survive. I I don't think anybody can go out there and do it. I truly believe it. It's something I, I in your personality. Well, I'm telling you, if the zombie, if the zombie apocalypse, zombie apocalypse, I, apocalypse. I can't even say it, apocalypse <laughs> is coming, we're going to Utah to find Trent because he's going to lead real, us. For real, Trent, you're on yeah, my team. You're our leader, Trent, man. You're, 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 you're going <laughs> to say, here, eat a I'll spider. Keep my mach- I'll, I'll keep my machete handy. Uh, yes, please that keep that. Sharpened. That, yes, that's exactly what I was just saying. Get another hammock. Keep that shit sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't, I don't know. I mean, I didn't mean to offend anybody by saying a screw loose, but you know, you stop and you think about it. It's like, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you guys gotta have some big cojones. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a, just a different thing. But I'll tell you, when when my partner left, it actually got easier. And the reason why was when she was there, everything I was doing was to try to make her comfortable. Once she left. Uh, I said to myself, wow, all I have to do is make myself comfortable. Everything was about me. So I didn't didn't have to suffer for someone else. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that. What an amazing... Yeah, having having someone there, it is nice to have someone to talk to, but physically, it's, I think it's a lot easier by yourself because all you do is concentrate on yourself. Hmm. Oh, you know, Trent, I want to tell you that Melanie Elizabeth uh, just finally got back to me, and uh, we're chatting. <laughs> nice, nice. You are, you guys are going to love her and her stories. She she yeah. has some amazing stories that you're going to listen to her, and you're going to go, the emotion in that woman, holy cow, this is really cool, because she she is an amazing person at articulating what happened and you're gonna you're gonna like some of the things that she has to tell you wow Wow, that's cool that's cool yeah we're uh she just contacted me so i'm i'm definitely excited about you know getting a hold of her and and i just gave her the invite for the show so she might pop on you know who knows but um i think it'll be great uh that's gonna be awesome but you know i we can't talk about what's coming up for you, but is there other stuff outside of that that we could talk about that's interesting and good for you or that's happening? What are you doing at home, you know? <laughs> are you, you making spider you, pie? Are you, are you hanging out naked in your backyard in a tent? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't take my clothes off anymore. That's uh, I have a strict keep-the-clothes-on policy now when I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> No running through the Yeah, me the too. Town. I wouldn't want to scare the neighbors. <laughs> no running through the town naked. That's yeah, I think all the neighbors they Maybe keep they, they keep you know, the the lights go down and you can see all the neighbors peeking out their windows trying to catch a glimpse of if I'm doing something in the backyard naked because of everything <laughs> I've done. Oh, this is hysterical. Yeah, so they should change it to naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Robert is cracking me up tonight. He said, I think it also has to do with how you were brought up, you know, whether or not you could survive in that. And he goes, and wear clothes. 
<laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. All right, folks. So we're going to open up the lines uh, uh, about five minutes early here. So you guys can call in at 323-642-1102. Again, 323-642-1102. Come on, call in. You can Listen, ask Trent any question you want. If you're naked sitting on the couch, don't be afraid to call. <laughs> oh, hello, Seth. How you doing? Yeah, so let's... Yeah. Let's get somebody on the line. So somebody call in, 323-642-1102. Come on and call in, and you can ask a question to Mr. Trent yourself, or you can post your question on one of our chat rooms, and we will do our best to ask it um, exactly the way you type it. That never really happens, so. though. One, 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 oh, <laughs> yes. One, one. One one zero two. I just posted it. Three two three six four two one one zero two. Melanie Elizabeth is watching. So there you go, Melanie. Yay, hey, Melanie, Melanie, she's watching. So Trent, say hi to her. Hey Mel. <laughs> Mel, love you. Good to good good to see you here. There you go. Yes. So if anybody wants to call in and talk to Mr. Trent, all you have to do is dial three two three six four two one one zero two. Hey, and while 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 we're while we're waiting for a call, let me let me tell you one uh-huh. other story that happened to us. Our neighbors across the street oh, are from yeah. Idaho, and they had a potato farm. And they they brought my they had my dad a hundred pound sack of potatoes, and they went missing one day. He had it out by the barn. Well, we went on a hike seven miles up the canyon, and guess what we found? We found that sack of potatoes had our name on it, Nielsen. And you could see bite marks out of the potatoes. So something hauled that 100-pound sack of potatoes seven miles up the canyon and then stopped and had a snack. But it was things like that, story after story like that, just constantly in our neighborhood when I was young. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. We have a message from Melanie. She says, hi I love you, Trent. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie is the best Yes, Melanie, you can call right in and say hi to to him in person if you'd like 323-642-1102 Well, over the phone Over the phone (laughs) But yeah Oh, oh, we do have a caller Awesome Hello, you're on the air with Ted and Cindy at Paratalk Hello, who is this? G'day, g'day, g'day It's Robert White is it Rob? The person who's been making Cindy crack up. Yep. <laughs> yes. Hello, oh, Robert. How, how are you? Good. Oh, you have a good. question for Trent? Um, yeah. Uh, have they ever done the Naked and Afraid Down Under that you know of? Or are they having, having any plans to? No, I, 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 I heard that they were thinking about it, but... They're way different. I, I don't know why they haven't, other than you guys have every venomous, poisonous creature on the planet out there. But uh-huh. I, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know of them. I don't know of them doing any episodes out there. Although I, I have heard them talk about it, but none that I'm aware of. Okay, because I could suggest a few locations. No. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. I want to know where, 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 Robert. Where, where are you from there? Like what? What? City? I am in uh, Rockhampton, Central Queensland, Australia. So yeah, it's um the the pointy bit on the 
on the right hand side, about midway down that. Um, okay, so you only have a couple the map points. That sure. has. Sorry. I said then you only have a couple poisonous snakes, then. You don't have many. Uh, yeah, only the Taipans and uh, red belly Blacks. <laughs> Some of the most... Oh, I was being around. funny. Yeah. I was being funny. I'm not... <laughs> that was cute. Too many for me. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> well. Okay, do you have any more questions for Trent? Do you have any more questions um, for Trent? That was... Uh, no, that was it. So uh, that's all for... Yes, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you so much. No problem. Everybody no hop on the bandwagon yep. like All Robert. Right. Take care. Thank you. <laughs> right, yeah. Catch his light up. Where's Roman? Roman, make me a so, burger, so, please. Come on, guys. So <laughs> that was a great question. I mean, oh my uh, God, I uh, love it. Yeah. I didn't even know they did a Naked and Afraid Down Under. He said that he doesn't know if they have yet. Yeah, that's still quite that cool. Yeah, I know they've. I know they've. Yeah, I know they've talked about some locations out there, but I there are no episodes currently in the works that I know of out that way. But could for whatever you reason, imagine. Yeah, but could you imagine that? And no. you get surrounded by like this big ass kangaroo that keeps <laughs> kicking your tent down. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey if you've couch. ever been on YouTube, oh. kangaroo can be mean. <laughs> yeah, they can. Yeah. Listen, haven't They'll you ever heard of kangaroo crossing? <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. Wow. So if anybody else wants to call in and do Mr. Trent, it's 323-642-1102. Come on, let's ask your questions here, guys. Um, this is just this has been a great night so far. I'm really this enjoying so this. Fun. Trent, you're an awesome guest. Do you know yes. that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you put up with our shit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yes, yes. I, I, I survived Paratalk I... Radio. Yes! Oh, my God. We should get him yes. a shirt that says, I'm a survivor. I survived Paratalk oh Radio. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome for all of our people that come on, right? Not naked and afraid, survive Paranormal Radio. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I'm just terrified at the thoughts of what you had to go through. Literally, like, I I can't fathom it. Like, I'm sitting here going, okay, when he was a kid, he had some weird stuff going on. Right, right. When he's an adult, he decides to do some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then has more <laughs> weird stuff happen. What? Yeah, it's like he's got that yeah, little, it, it, like, you know how when you go ahead. When you put it that way, I'm kind of worried about how my kids are going to turn out now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you had any kids. <laughs> I was going to ask if you had any boys. Junior naked and afraid. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was yeah, just saying, some people just... have that little. Go ahead. Oh, no, they go ahead. They have that little what? Uh, there's people that have those light bulbs over their head or the people yeah. that have, you know what I mean? If you look at people, they always have a question and stuff like that. But yeah. could you, like, Trent's isn't. Trent's is like that little... Bigfoot sign? <laughs> Bigfoot sign. Bigfoot sign. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but okay, that'll work. <laughs> well, it's got, well, think of it this way. So listen, I, when I'm talking about people, because I believe everybody's psychic, we know I believe this. Right. It's, and I say that 
some people like myself have their candle on, right? So what if Trent's candle is on and it's like attracting Bigfoot? Uh, that's, that's right. Scary. Rob, Trent, Trent, you stay away from me, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Robert White says instead of a light bulb, he has a chainsaw. <laughs> no, I know the the chainsaw one would have been stitches that called yeah, in earlier. Yeah, the chainsaw is stitches all the way. <laughs> and when you finally get to meet Mungie, I'm not sure what his is going to be. I think his is a tombstone. Um, I don't know. Oh gosh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's think a about. show you you might want to skip, Trent. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Be real right. Bad. We found out what, we found out what munging is. We found the definition yes. of that last week on the I, show. It, don't look uh, it up if you're faint of heart. Yes, if if you want to rewatch <laughs> the episode, fine, but we're warning you right now. <laughs> right now. We're not we're not mm. responsible for you vomiting in your Right. <laughs> right. It was bad. <laughs> But um Oh we oh my gosh, so that came up. Uh oh. We were I was out, we have a we have a friend, um, my girlfriend Mary, mm-hmm. um and I and her boyfriend, we all went and saw one of our other friends that we graduated high school with. Mm-hmm. And um Eric did too. And he he plays, so he was singing and playing guitar, but as we're sitting there listening, um, I don't remember how it came up, but um, John had mentioned something about let's go munging or something. Oh, my God. We were, we were discussing how to pronounce the word, and, well, that's what all the kids, the cool kids are doing these days, so I guess we got to go munging. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That is... You should so look that funny. up, Trent. Trust me. If somebody asks you that to go munging, you, you say, say no. no. Hard pass. Hard I'm going to have to. Fig- I'm <laughs> going to have to figure out what this is. You've got my curiosity now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you can do naked and afraid, maybe he can do it. But I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, I don't think. No, I don't. No, I, I don't. I, I don't. Um, you'll be over it. I don't. I don't yeah. think we know. <laughs> How did we spell it anyways? It was M U N G I N G. I N G. Munging. 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 Okay. <laughs> Mary's laughing her ass off right now. Yes. She is. I mean, Mary, did we not have this conversation? Eric, you probably did not hear it, but Mary was there participating with me. John and I were being crazy kooks. Yeah. Yeah. It was hysterical. And... You know, we gave we gave free rein <laughs> to Mungie and Stitches with the phone number, so they can call anytime they want. Right, and I'm right. telling you right now, that was. <laughs> so, so if you look that up, we're not responsible. Just right. just we, telling you. We hold nope, no responsibility. <laughs> no. You're doing that on your own, just oh, yeah. like you high, you got that high five after um, your survivalist show yeah. of Naked and Afraid. <laughs> That's what you're getting from us. <laughs> A high five, my well, friend. Well, now, once you clean your hands. Well, I may, I may have to call in with some new experiences after I figure this out. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Make Listen, sure you call Mungie, on Mungie's show, yes, though. Yes, you totally have to call during Mungie's show, though. I think that's June, so. Yes. <laughs> that's going to yes. be. That's... Oh, yes. And Mary was like, oh, my God, then I have to wait till June for Mungie? Yeah. Yeah, I could not believe how many people responded to us about that, about him yes. being on the show. Yes. And I, we're all a 
little twisted on this uh, I show. I guess. I guess. I maybe we should change it to Twisted Talk Radio because I'm telling you, it's we're not all right. No. We've, no Trent, we're all a little fit, left. Trent, you fit right in here. <laughs> yes, You're you home do. away from home, Trent. No, now, now that's scary. You're home. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Maybe we need to talk to the producers for for Naked and Afraid, and they have to come up with one that they have to drop clowns. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Naked and Afraid clowns. No, 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 no. Not naked. We need no naked clowns. Scary clowns. I mean, come on. Could you imagine being dropped and, like, okay, you had to survive a horror circus? (laughs) Like, you had to be dropped in the middle of a horror circus. Oh, my gosh. Manji and Stitches, this is all you guys. They would love it, but you would have to survive. So you you would get three items. You would get a giant hammer, (laughs) you know, like those rubber giant hammers. A little toy car. You'd get a little toy car, (laughs) and you would get a, um, what do they call it, the the balloon. Oh, yeah, the balloon. Like to make balloon animals, so it's balloons. Yeah, the things to make balloon animals, but that's all you have to survive. Oh, my God. No, they wouldn't. You cannot give, like, stitches in mungy. Like, <laughs> I don't know, Trent. I think Trent would be a perfect candidate to be the first one for that. For that. We could drop him in the middle of it and see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, just throw He's me like, I think I'd rather take the zombies. zombies. Right. Thank you. I, Me too. I can read his thoughts. These people are whack, and I am never calling that show again. <laughs> We're just hey, hey Cindy's a psychic here. That's right. He's calling again. <laughs> well, I know he will because I'm sure that when Melanie's on, he'll want to call and chat yeah, with Melanie, even though yeah. Melanie hasn't called for you, unfortunately. You know, I don't know what she's doing. That's okay. I'll, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll, Robert, I'll that's her. Okay. There you go. Robert White <laughs> said, okay. I think I saw that on the Z Nation season four, Clowns Freaks. Oh, Clown Freaks and the Zombie Apocalypse. Zompocalypse. <laughs> I don't know. What's well, funny because I watched that movie last night late on TV. It was the clowns. Uh, what the hell was it? The, the clowns from outer, evil clowns from outer space. I think was the name oh, of it. I, I do remember hearing that title. Yeah, and I thought of Mungie before I thought of <laughs> Stitches, but it was terrible. <laughs> so, Sorry, Stitches. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your next adventure other yeah, than where are you going? other than uh, Naked and Afraid? Are you doing anything outside that? I mean, you work well, right obviously now, a full-time job. Yeah, I, I, actually, I'm in real estate. I flip homes. <laughs> so that's, Ooh, a, that's yeah. an adventure in its own. That's a happy job. But, uh, yeah, and you never know what you're going to find going into those homes. I mean, we, we dig into walls and oh we find pieces of silver, people's old teeth. Uh, little oh bottle God, of Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> oh my God! I haven't found any amazing. clowns. No, I haven't found any you... clown costumes in the wall. Uh, hey Trent, now now you're bringing this up. I've got to ask. Now, where you do this with flipping homes? Now, obviously, you sell the home after you're done. Do you have to disclose whether the house has ever had a murder or a shooting or drug mm. cartel in it or anything like that? In yeah, Utah? if if I yeah, if I learn of anything like that, I I'm supposed to disclose it. Yes, like we just wow. we just were looking at a home, and we didn't even know it was there, but we found a makeshift bomb shelter underneath the house. It was it was pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, you have to disclose Why? that, and I don't know if that's going to hurt oh. the house or help it. 
Right. Well, you know, you get some paranormal investigators in there, and uh, mm-hmm. they could probably set you up with someone that's looking for a house that wants one that's haunted, and they'll buy it. I mean, that's oh, up yeah. here in New York State, oh, believe it go. or not. Try to buy. They try to buy houses that have that stuff. It, it's actually a big market. Wow. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, there was uh, on the news out here tonight, there was a home they found just over here in Park City where they they found a big old case of dynamite under the home, and now they're they're thinking, oh, let's let's start digging and see what else we can find. Oh Lord, have oh. mercy! Yeah, I, that's I, scary. Yeah, they, it is scary. But there's mom, there's, look, I, found. Yeah, <laughs> what is this, mom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sons will be like, my sons would literally be like, mom, look what I found. Should I? Oh, and then with a lighter. lighter. Oh yeah, that's that's. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, listen, kid. <laughs> Don't make me t- cut you right now. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah. I hope that Wyatt never grows up that way because right now all he talks about is uh, Chuggington and and Thomas the Train, and if he does oh, anything else, I'm gonna kill him. I remember those two days. <laughs> My boys were He's so five. Cute. So so you you married Trent or just have a girlfriend? And did you say uh, you had children? I live with my girlfriend. And yeah, she has two and I have four children. We live together. Oh, wow. We, identi- oh, we wow. identify as a married couple. How's yeah. that? A couple more kids, you get your baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> I told well, her I'm going to buy her a fun. shirt that says coach and a whistle for her birthday, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it's better than her buying yeah. one of those shirts and wears that says I'm with stupid. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we don't I think want. She it. Has, I actually think she has one. Oh no! <laughs> Have you ever seen that commercial on TV where the three, uh, um, oh, manatees, and they have the different T-shirts, and oh. the one says, "I'm oh, right. stupid." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hysterical! <laughs> oh, and the and the other one has a T-shirt that says, uh, um, "Come at me, bro." Come at me, bro. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> and the kid has the father. Come, what does come at me, bro, mean? <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. Harrison said, better light these long red candles, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could, could you imagine finding something like that out when you're out when you're um, doing your naked and afraid survival? Uh, no, let's not. Let's I mean, there has got to be. I mean, when they do these shows, there's got to be stuff that, that they find. That's either artifact oh, or yeah, interesting when, or. I was just wishing I I was just wishing I had shoes because I wanted to explore. But I would, I would literally. There was one area where I cut back the the foliage, and there was a perfectly uh-huh. carved rock wall, and there were little holes in it that you could see that. I mean these these Mayans, they must have just created these elaborate walls, and then there was like a well, and I threw a rock down in it. Never heard it hit. And, I mean, you just you what? dig through areas in the jungle and find the coolest things. You never knew what you were going to come across. Wow, that's amazing. And he's saying that, and the only thing, excuse me, the only thing that I could think of is that movie, um, I don't even think I have, I can't remember the name of it, but it was about a monkey, or a gorilla, excuse me, not a monkey, a gorilla that this guy taught the sign language to. Mm-hmm. And then they had to go to the city of Minge, and it was over there. Oh yeah, um, or something like. That. Do you know what I'm talking about? And, I think and, it, it sounds yeah, and, then, and when they, they get into those the diamonds city of Minge, with the... they... 
Killer Monkeys or Killer Gorillas. Congo. Yes, oh, my yes, God. The movie's, the movie's called Congo. Good yeah. job, Trent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's a mind reader, too. There you go. So, yeah, it you was. Get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's all I could think of when he was saying that. I mean, that's that you think of, uh, what is it, Tomb Raider and stuff like that. Right, but right. still, it's, yeah. you have to imagine that some of these places, I mean, it, there's got to be some really cool stuff that you just want to stuff in your pocket, but you don't have any pockets. Well, and customs may not let you leave the country. <laughs> that's true, too. I didn't even think about that. Oh, I've got this fantastic gold coin that they'll oh, I never found a, know. I found a diamond, and I put it in a balloon and shoved it up my... Never mind. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I've got the luggage in the trunk. <laughs> All right, folks, if, if you make a find like... To talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, if you make a find, if you make a find like that, you just plan on living there and buying some real estate and visiting often. Exactly. Now the American dollar's got to be worth something over there. Yeah, you can get property even really it's cheap over in Belize right now. Wow. Hmm. Oh. Let's go. I couldn't do it. There's too many things stalking people over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to be in the gosh darn jungle. Uh, you never know. No. Mm-mm. Okay, folks, uh, 323-642-1102. We're going to have to take another short commercial break here, and then we're going to get back to it. So 323-642-1102, and we're going to finish up the night here with Mr. Trent. So hang tight. Look at that. I Digital Ink Art is a local company that specializes in screen printing, heat transfers, logos, vehicle graphics, and stickers. They are located in Albion, New York, between Rochester and Buffalo, and they make it real easy for anyone to get their brand printed. The website, digitalinkarts.com, is undergoing a new look, but you can still contact them on Facebook or by calling 585-200-2400. So don't forget, digitalinkarts.com. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has captivated you with their true reports of the strange and unknown. But things just got better. Join host Todd Bates Sunday night, 6, 5 central for Fate Radio. We bring you the best interviews, stories, and most of all, bring these true reports of the strange and unknown to life. Fate Radio with Todd Bates Sunday night, 6, 5 central at Fate Mag Radio. Dot com. All right. Thank you so much. I got to make a personal shout out. We got to do this. This is awesome. So Mr. Robert White, amazing text message, by the way, or text on there. Thank you so much. Um, it, it's yeah. go ahead. Read it. Cause it's just awesome. The, the, the I mean, guys, yeah. I mean, we just, we've been trying to get our, our fans. They, they're still not used to calling in and it's amazing. Go, go ahead. What did he? Come on, guys. Australia called. You can as well. Yeah, exactly. Smiley face. <laughs> Come on. I love it. That thanks, was Robert. awesome. We thank you so much, Robert, for calling in. That That's cool. Why are we thumbsing up? Well, that was because Robert White actually called in from Australia to talk to Trent. And he was our very first caller to ask a question, wasn't he? I think so. Or number two. Well, Munji came on. Or no, uh, Stitches came on. Munji came on. I mean, no. yes, that's relatively they yeah. new that we've done this with the radio show and having a call-in number. So we know you guys got to get used to it. Excuse, Excuse you. Me. And <laughs> <laughs> 
But, um, <laughs> you know, that was very cool. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Yes, so. yes, yes. Um, so, all right. So let's get back. Okay. The last 15 minutes speaking with Mr. Trent Nielsen. Yes, Trent. So um, I can't, I still can't believe that all he got was a high five. I would have been like, I see that's what I was. I don't know. Give give me a prescription to like, uh, or not prescription, a subscription <laughs> to a prescription of wow. uh, you know. sleepy sleepy time. Not yeah. You don't want to be sleeping time in the the naked and afraid jungles. No, no, no. Did you were did you have insomnia? Yeah, I know. I would think the same thing. I wouldn't be able to sleep. How would how did you sleep no, while I you were the, out there? I actually had. I actually had to force myself to not sleep because if that fire went out, I was in trouble. So I would literally every 30 to 40 minutes wake myself up, restoke the fire because wood is limited. It's a rainforest. You, mm-hmm. you just your dry wood. You you keep. But I would have to wake myself up every 30 40 minutes, restoke the fire, build it big enough to where I could sleep for 30 minutes. So when I came home. It took about two, two to three weeks for me to even be able to sleep through the night because I was so used to waking myself yeah. up to keep the fire going. Oh, my gosh. At least we know he's taking a pillow because I, the next time, you know, because. Well, if they let him keep it anyway. Well, well think about it because, well, <laughs> hey, you could take a pillow and then the pillowcase is on it. You could take the pillowcase to put your food in to drag it back. I mean, there's a lot of things. Just make it up, Trentley. If you go back, just make it up to them. You need it for this this purpose. It's a survival tool. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. I'll have a doctor and, prescribe it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if it's yes. stuffed with feathers, you have something to start a fire with. So. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, you could, and, you, and you think you couldn't do the show, Ted. Come on. Listen to those ideas. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know. That's because, I, I don't know, you don't want to know. But, <laughs> you know, it's just there's so many things. Like, I would not, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm raising my hand because I have this thing when I sleep, I have to flip the pillow every three or four minutes. I have to. No, so I don't sleep heavy at all. I sleep with my hands under my pillow. Like Really? <laughs> I, I woke up with my hand on my face a couple times. <laughs> you were trying to get whoever was getting I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I have friends that drool a lot. We make fun of them, but you know, uh, <laughs> Savannah, oh my, hey, I thought I missed that? the show. I sent you a prompt, a oh, a PM, Cindy, cause I thought you were <laughs> off. At first I thought it said porn. I mean, I'm. You sent me some porn, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she sent me a PM. I'm sorry I couldn't, I didn't see the PM. Hello, Amanda. I don't see Amanda. Oh, you got Amanda Howe. Yeah, so we got a few of them. Yeah, so nice. I got to ask. This is just random out of top of my head type of thing. What kind of vehicle do you drive? That is pretty uh, I, random. I know there's a reason. I have a Ford F-250. Yay! Oh, my awesome. gosh. Is he a Ford guy? Yeah. That's what I want to know, if he was a Ford guy or not. Come on. Why not? They're beautiful I'm a Dodge truck. kind of girl. Yeah, see, Fords are, I got a Ford, too. I got an F-150 FX4, man. White, beautiful. I love my truck. Comes with oh, other toys. They're Listen, great. I like <laughs> The only thing it's missing, the only thing it's missing is a pot to piss in, a fire starter, and a machete. Okay. <laughs> What's funny is I have all, I have all three of those things in my truck. 
No way. No way. I could get stranded. I could get stranded and yeah, I have everything I would need in my truck. Me too. I do. I have a little camping grill. <laughs> I am a little weird, I guess. And I have some little propane for it. And I have <laughs> rope. I have... Hi, boys. You want to come? I'm going to... That does sound bad, but it's really not. Oh, my God. I Gentleman run. Bad. She's going to tie somebody up and cook you for dinner. Cake, cake you for, I'm, I'm going to eat well, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little cuckoo tonight. Now, Trent, I joined a couple of the uh, Naked and Afraid website or the, the Facebook um, pages. Uh-huh. Um, were group, you, I should say. Yeah, I actually. Were you naked and afraid? No, but I joined it because you know I've been doing the interviews. So this will be the second one for naked and afraid. But these people are hardcore. Really? They follow when they follow these guys. They are hardcore followers. It's amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of oh, like yeah. you know, I remind me of that... like com- mm-hmm. Yeah, I, they they remind me when my episodes are rerunning. It's it's actually kind of nice. That's amazing. But that's cool. I mean, yeah. that's, I, I was going to ask, I mean, honestly, before, before the Ford thing came up, but the real question was, do you do things like that? Like, do they yeah, have like gatherings, Comic-Cons? Do they do like a Naked and a free, Afraid? Um, uh, Care Fest? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Do they do anything like that for you guys? No, we've we've never had any fans or anybody say anything up like that. But this year, <laughs> we're two years we've done a Naked and Afraid reunion. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger. But it's it's cast members that come out. And this year, we're going to have quite a few people. But we were talking last year, maybe maybe we need to turn this into like a Naked and Afraid Burning Man where we start inviting people and just go out and play in the desert for a week. Because it's, it's, get, oh my God. it's getting really burning big. Man? Did you like say a Naked and man? Afraid Burning Man. <laughs> Burning Man is no. What is what is, bur- what is it? It's a oh, it's a concert. You don't know what Burning Man is? No. It's a big party. <laughs> Burning Man is a big party in the Nevada desert where several thousand people show up, and it is so big every what? year that they've started to create communities out there for one to two weeks at a time, and it is just it is a yeah. full blown party. Let's go. Oh, we're doing it. Oh my gosh. So the Google only Burning person Man, that knows you will... was John, the, the yeah, music it's... guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our engineer, our sound tech, he yeah. travels all over the states with doing sound for professional bands and stuff like that. Yeah. In the world. I was going to say, I thought it was world. It is world. Yeah, he does Europe tours, tours too, but worldwide. worldwide. Japan's next. Let's go. Been there. Been there. Been there. Yeah, he's been there. That's where we got our <laughs> incense burner from. Nice. That's amazing. We learned something today. Well, we did. We need to eat buttocks. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shouldn't say anything because Robert already said Fifty Shades of Cindy. <laughs> oh, my God. Burning Man, uh, Robert White, Burning Man. They burn an effigy to cleanse the bad energies of the year. Huh, is that right? That's different. We learned there's a definition That's for that. It's kind for two of like paganish to me. Paganish. Paganish. Yeah, it just it just started out really small, but there's tens of thousands of people that go every year now. 
That's amazing. That's crazy, though. That's that, that would is. be a lot of fun. Yes, I mean, we're doing Scarefest this year, but I, I think okay. yeah, so, we got to talk about that. Yes, we do. But um, I think something like that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Maybe he could be naked and afraid at the Virgin House. No. <laughs> oh, no. 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 Naked no. and afraid at the Virgin House? Heck, no. No. He, no. 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 I don't want to be. I don't think. I don't think. So we you... have this house that's that's in Virgin, New York, and it's haunted. And so he's saying we should have you come and be naked and afraid at the Virgin House. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think. I think uh, the yeah. house would probably be afraid at that point. Um, the the house would react. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean he would definitely react there. Let me tell you, my friend. Yeah, we um million year old swamp. Yeah, the swamp would probably react more than yeah. I mean yeah. that that whole thing with you know, I mean it's not a bad idea of having people like. I don't know if you could do that. A, a reality TV show, Naked and Afraid in a Haunted House, Haunted Castle. Haunt, yeah, yeah, Haunted House take, Survival. Or or a sane asylum. No. <laughs> no? Okay. The one in Kentucky. Well, it you... just scares me a little. I, I still want to go and do some prison. Well, yeah, I, I get that, but whatever. I couldn't do it naked. Yeah. I, I still think he's got big cojones. <laughs> I couldn't do anything naked. I, I have a hard time getting in the shower naked. Trent, Trent, you demand. You Let demand. me tell you right now, you demand. <laughs> I told you, you don't, you're, you got the man card. You keep the man card. If anybody tries taking it, you call me. <laughs> Scott Edwards. I got you. I, I'll game. keep you on speed dial. Perfect. 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 All right, Trent. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with us. We had an amazing yes. We had an amazing show. You are you're a fantastic guest. We love the stories. You gave us some insight on some stuff that we didn't know, which was Listen, I'm scared just thinking about naked and afraid. Well now when you turn it on, you're gonna look at it and go Where's Trent? (laughs) No, I well that and you're gonna go. They got some big cojones for doing this. Listen, yeah. I thought that when my sons and I watched it for those, I'm like, what in the frick are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was, I watched, I was watching one episode for a little while, and I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I was, I was literally having like anxiety attack. Yeah, I do have to say though, there, there was, uh, and I know, I know I'm kind of rushing this, but one of the the ending things I want to say about Naked and Afraid was that. Um, these people that mm-hmm. do this show, and, and excluding Trent because we like him, and EJ, <laughs> and now Melanie, um, there has been some people on there with some real psychological issues as well. I mean, they become like um, the XL one where they put like all the guys in one shelter and all the girls in one shelter. Some of those guys are real assholes. I mean, and they're like – Hey, I'll tell the you they treat you – what? I've always said people's true character comes out when the going gets bad, and you want to strip somebody down and see their true personality, you go throw them on that show because they get to a point to where their true self shines brighter than anything. Yeah, I remember that one. So this guy was being like, thought he was Mr. King of the Woods here, and he was being a dick to everybody, and I just thought somebody ought to hit him on the head with a rock. I mean, yeah, that. I, I mean, we thought you were a zombie. <laughs> yeah. I would have tied him to a tree and let the damn hogs have him or boars have him. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. See, he does have some survival yeah. instincts. <laughs> yeah, it's me and screw everybody else. That's great. That's, that's my survival instinct. 
Well, yeah. it's only for a high five, so yeah, yeah I know it's not worth that it anymore. It's not worth it anymore. Yeah. No. But I just, I just wanted to put that out there that yeah, you watch these people, and there's some people that just, they just, I, I don't know how they pass the test to get on the show, other than mm-hmm. whatever. They're definitely strip them down, and then you find out who they really are afterwards. You're absolutely yeah. right, Trent. Well, well, that sounds like well, the new dating girl- game for me. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend said she'd never go on the show just because she would be too worried about what type of partner she got and how crazy they might be. Right, yeah. right. I mean, how do they know that you're not being placed with a psycho killer? Oh, Jesus. Well, think about it. Right. Yes. The next Yeah, there was actually being... one episode. There was one episode where they took the guy out of the challenge because he said he was having dreams at night of hurting his partner. And they oh. they tapped they they pulled him because he admitted that to him. Okay. Mm. Tap him mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I I couldn't Nope. No way. No can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. see? That's wake why. up. That'd be like having a cycle woman staying with you know, like it, it, your partner was a female and you wake up and you don't have a penis. Right. You know. She threw it out the window. And she fed it to the snake. <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt. See, Naked job, and afraid culture. with Lorena. Yeah, no, with Lorena. That's just bad. I'm not going there. <laughs> no, but we are going to create our own show, Naked and Afraid with Mungie. Uh... <laughs> Don't forget, Trent, you got to look that up, and you have to tell us what you think. So. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to. I'll Don't. look it up as soon as we're done here. Uh, okay. Don't do it. <laughs> Definitely don't do it. All right, everybody. Thank you again. Thanks, and thank you, Trent, for coming Trent, on. We hope you. we that really awesome. hope you had a good time with us. We're we're I not like so. every other show oh, out you there. Guys we are we hope you had a good. Oh, thank oh, you so thanks. much. We appreciate that. We were just fishing for compliments. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, we were fishing for something. Um, and it wasn't munging. For a burger, Roman. Nah, but anyways, thank you so much, everybody. And you know our motto here, and, and thank you again. Our motto, excuse you, yes. Our motto is, wherever there is darkness, there is always delight. Thank you, everybody. You've been listening to Paranormal Talk right here on paratalkradio.com. Catch us again next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Central, where we will bring you another fantastic guest. Thank you again to our sponsors and Jay Wolf Productions. Be safe, be good, until next time. Remember, wherever there is darkness, there is always delight. Paratalkradio.com. I think he was trying to do that earlier. You can kill Facebook now, too. Since we're still live on Facebook. We are still live on Facebook. Good night, everybody. I hope you <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm so hungry. I need to go eat some food now. Turkish delight. Turkish delight. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know why I can't. Midnight. He was funny. You still on the phone? Okay.
I'm glad that we did because this is not charging. Percent left. Plug it back in again. Charging now. Is the thing plugged in? Plug at the bottom. Doing. We're off of air, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you let, you guys want to hear my terrible stage? Sure. My, my car was repoed. <laughs> what? What happened? My car was repoed. Ah, no way. How'd that happen? Uh, they sent the repo people after me. I've been in contact with them. It's not like I haven't been in contact with right. them. But literally, I had talked to them. They're like, okay, you're not in jeopardy yet. Fine. And then um, they did it on, I get a phone call at, you know, nine minutes to nine this morning. And they said, oh, you've got to, um, we sent you out for repo on Friday. And um, so if you can at least make um, your one payment, which is two ninety one ninety. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I said, I'm going to have to try and find something, obviously. I said, Mm -hmm. because I told them, as soon as I get my taxes, I'm bringing it current, and I'm actually setting aside money for the year for my payments, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I quick am getting dressed to go and get some money for my mom, my brother, whoever I need to. At 9 o'clock in the morning. They took it at 2 in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Mhm. That sucks. So now what? Can you get it back? Yeah, I can get it back. Of course, it's going to cost four hundred and five dollars for repo fees plus thirty dollars oh, a day after today. Holy shit. Mhm. Plus, they not only did they they didn't want one payment. It's now all three payments. <laughs> 83 days delinquent, so they want all three payments. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Yeah, so my brother said that I could borrow it, and but it was late when he said it. It was right before I got here. and uh, But then he's not going to be able to get to the bank <laughs> to get it out, so I'm going to have to call him. See if maybe he can do a check for me or something. Like, give me a check and cash it in just See, that's what he wanted to do, and I want it. I'm fine with that, but we have to do it. We have to do it the afternoon. Nope. The afternoon sucks because then you lose more percentage. Yeah. About what you need to charge probably ninety-five or something. I don't know what it is. No, I mean, when you do the quick collect, like.
I didn't I did not make enough as a DJ. I really didn't. Because I paid almost eighty dollars a week at Oh my god, I think minus three hundred. Yeah, minus almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know I get it. I I did I couldn't do it. I had a couple of moments where I was just sad and I cried and I'm like, Okay, I'm leaving this to your guys' hands because I I'm yeah. trying to do my part on what I can do and that's it. That's all I can do. Call my niece to see if she can pick me up. I need to go get some food. <laughs> Killing me, killing me. Excuse me. Trying to thank you. Thank you so much again. You're awesome. Please know you're welcome back. I enjoyed the stories, I'll tell you what. Oh, we, we're supposed to do one. Are these the ones you just ripped? Yeah. <laughs> you just ripped them. That's yeah. what you ripped it for? Is that why you did that? Just make sure they work. I don't I can't do it. My lips are too dry. <laughs> so is this the 13th? Yes, it's out. Okay, so show opening. <laughs> Listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. CD because Right. So when it comes to commercials, I only have the two old ones. Got it. Flashlight recorder and comfortable shoes. A simple guide to paranormal investigation. Written by Keith Spratley and Ted Van Son. If you're looking to join the living who research the paranormal or the unknown, this book will guide you into developing your techniques. Reverend Tim Shaw says, The work will guide you along your journey to seek the truth about life after death. Available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. And you can find it direct on paratalkradio.com. Your copy today. I still got to do one for me. Yeah, and you are. It was like 12 seconds of basically nothing at the end of it. Since 1848, it was one of the last areas where the native people were removed in 1805. It's been said when you place a foot on the property, you can feel the energy surround you. Shadows and figures of a man and children. Voices from disembodied figures. Stories of hangings and drownings. Book your investigation now. HauntedBurgeonHouse.com HauntedBurgeonHouse.com It doesn't matter. I don't have to like it.
You've been listening to Paranormal Talk right here on Paratalkradio.com. Paranormal Talk. I better call my niece for my rod. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.